What might happen if you started acting on your dreams today instead of waiting for the right moment or complete certainty? Today, my guest, Emily Rushell, is a vibrant example of someone who didn't wait for the perfect moment, but instead crafted her path as she went along. From the fields of farming to the realms of life coaching and business strategy, Emily's journey is a testament to the power of action over hesitation and of customization over conformity. In today's conversation, we're going to explore how Emily blazed her own trail, starting her own You Do You 82 Habit Challenge, which is a program not just built on rigid rules, but on the belief that personal growth is not one size fits all. It's about understanding that the best plan is the one that you tailor for yourself. And it acknowledges that life's uncertainties are not roadblocks, but opportunities for growth. So let's dive in today and discover how Emily's journey can inspire you to take that first uncertain step towards your dreams, to create what you need, and to embrace a path of personalized growth. This is Take the Damn Chance, the podcast committed to supporting you as you take the chance on yourself and bring your big dreams to life. You know the one, the one on your heart that you keep pushing to the side because it's not the right time. My name is Bevan and I'm the founder of the Take the Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do the Damn Thing method. Yes, I say the word damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments not minutes, and now is the time. When it's come to navigating difficult situations and bringing my biggest dreams to life, this framework has changed my life and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. It's time for you to take the damn chance. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So when you think of farmer, you don't automatically think of life coach, like both as a career, as a blended career, but also, and again, this might be part of my own bias, but I don't know a lot of farmers who hire life coaches. Mm -hmm. I live actually in the country. And so when people hear that I'm a coach and a business strategist, they're like, I don't know what that means. And so like, what do you do? What is, I understand the words, but what do you do? So tell us how you got to where you are in this career of yours. Yeah. And like, I didn't necessarily even expect to be a coach or be doing what I'm doing now. It was kind of one thing led to another and I just was open to opportunities and possibilities. I actually started coaching because I had this habit challenge, which we can talk about if you want to get into it. But I I recognized that towards the end of last year, people are starting to think about January a little bit, you know, ahead of time. I'm like, well, we don't have to wait till January. Like, let's start now. So I I just did like a really short term little coaching one-on-one offering basically from Thanksgiving to Christmas of like, let's jump start into the the new year. And God love some people just took a chance on me and did it. One of them still one of my coaching clients. And so that's where th- that led. And then the other huge part of what I'm doing is small group masterminds. And honestly, that okay. came from the necessity of my own life. Here I was a very social person, always used to working on very collaborative teams, both in the classroom and in my nonprofit experience. And now I'm a solopreneur in my house going Mm -hmm. slowly insane just with all the ideas in my head. And so I was like voice memoing one of my friends from the retreat I'd gone to. And in 
of heat of frustration was like, I just wish I had like the group of people that, you know, we were with, we could just like talk all the time and like have a place to talk through everything that's like in my brain, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, it sounds like you could just create that. And I was like, okay. So I spent the whole month of December just having one-on-one conversations with other people who um, kind of responded to me just asking if that might be something they're interested in and formulated what it was going to look like and then started end of January, beginning of February. Yeah. I do a lot of small group masterminds as well. And I used to only do one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. And now I only ever have one <laughs> one-on-one client at a time. Mm-hmm. and primarily do these groups. And the reason is, because I will have people come to me and say, you know, I'm not really a group person. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to work with you one-on-one. And I say, you know what, just give it a try. Mm-hmm. Because what is beautiful about small group, well, masterminds in general, and some people don't know what a mastermind is when they hear it. And it's really just, in my opinion, a collective of people working towards a similar goal Mm-hmm. which can actually be quite varied. Like my mastermind is just bringing your big, bold dream to life, yeah, which is yeah. different for people. But it is something when you have that and you're listening, because people will say, oh, I don't want to share my stuff in mm-hmm. front of the group. The beautiful part of it is listening to other mm-hmm. people being coached. You don't know what you don't know. So, when I have my business mastermind and my entrepreneur clients come to it and say, they're listening to somebody else who's saying, oh my gosh, this client wants to break their contract. And they're like, I don't even have contracts for my clients. They don't know. Or when we're talking with, you know, just other of the do the damn thing mastermind where they're saying, you know, I had this conversation with my spouse and here's what happened. And somebody else is saying, oh, my gosh, I'm dying to have a conversation with my partner Mm -hmm. and didn't even know how to start it. It is so powerful to do that. And I love that you're creating the container in the space for people to have that experience. Mm -hmm. I definitely echo that 100 percent. And what makes I think my mastermind unique is that I'm bringing together rural women. Right. Um, So it's women in agriculture, small town communities live in the middle of nowhere. And the through line is that just really interest and investment in personal and professional growth. So I have some entrepreneurs, some content creators, some in careers that they love that are just really craving that personal aspect or that community. But so many of the women in our mastermind express the same sentiment of like, I have these big goals, dreams, aspirations, or just even expansive mindset of what is possible. And I feel like no one around me understands what I'm talking about. So it's like I'm bringing together these women from all over the country, actually Canada and Mexico too. So I think we're international. You are international. international. (laughs) But bringing them together and, you know, we're able to open the conversation with, uh, oh, well, how's harvest going for you guys? Or something that happened with the cows, blah, blah, blah. And then get into like all this personal growth, nitty gritty business. And it's like, I don't feel like there's a lot of spaces that exist that hold space for both. Now, the other thing I love about what you've created with your mastermind goes back to what I teach around permission versus support and layered declaration. So when we are putting something big out into the world, there is this impetus to shout it from the social media rooftops. And you'll hear people say, oh, you know, you've got to make your brave declaration and then, you know, live into it. 
And that often derails us. But what also can derail us is sharing our dreams with the wrong people or the Mm -hmm. right people at the wrong time. And so with layered declarations, what I encourage people to do is start with two to three people that are your cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And their whole goal is to just cheer you on. It is to be like, yes, you made your first email template. Amazing. You posted on Instagram. But it's not to eat away at your dream. Mm -hmm. It is just to cheer you on until you build a little bit of confidence, a little bit of that foundation. Then you expand that circle out and keep going. because. We have this feeling of telling the people closest to us. And when we do that, a lot of times we are unconsciously asking for their permission. We're saying something like you were, hey, I'm going to go start this thing. And people are like, what are you talking about? You're like, I don't know. know. And and then they try that on for themselves. They are massively uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And they start to eat away at your dream. So instead, we ask for support which is a different energy. Support is, I'm doing this thing. If you want to support me, that's cool. If you don't, also cool. (laughs) No problem. Their decision about whether or not to support you does not impact your decision about whether or not to do it. So you have created this amazing container for women to just play without the expectation of trying to convince somebody that what they're working on is a good idea. So tell people about, and I can't remember the name of it. I know it says you and I know it says 82, but tell us the whole, (laughs) the name and what it is. So my habit challenge is called You Do You 82. So Mm -hmm. this isn't one of those challenges where I say, here are the five habits that I do that will absolutely change your life. And if you do them exactly like me, everything will be right in the world. Because that doesn't make sense for everyone. My life is different than your life. My body is different than your body. We are all vastly different people with different careers, lifestyles, responsibilities, needs, desires, goals, all of the above. So one size fits all model literally does not work. Right. And I think I know this from years of being a classroom teacher. What's going to work for one student is not going to work for another. And so I just couldn't ascribe to something that asked everyone to do the same thing because a stay-at-home mom with four babies is not going to be able to do the same thing as a 23-year-old, like, young professional, okay? Like, let's just be honest here. But at the same time, I wanted something that was very inclusive for my community because I know that there's power in doing things together and staying accountable to things for ourselves when we know someone else is doing it, too. So after a little bit of racking my brain around what this could look like, it was like, why am I trying to overcomplicate that? Like, that is the point. You choose what habits you want to work on and we'll just do this together for 82 days. So the 82 comes from the fact that it's been researched and proven that around three months of building new habits, we don't have to try so hard. They just kind of become part of our routine and part of our day. So at that time, my community was kind of considering doing some different popular habit challenges before, you know, I just decided to create our own. And um, 82 just so happened to be in between 75 and 90. And it sounds great. You know, it rhymes. I was a teacher. Okay. So the basis behind this challenge, like I said, is you choose six habits to intentionally build or break for 82 days through the lens of progress over perfection, right? Mm -hmm. There are challenges that exist that are like, if you do these habits, 
every single day, absolutely perfectly for X amount of time, like your life will be transformed. And while that might be true, that's not sustainable, right? Even if we do do it for the magical amount of time, oftentimes people are so overwhelmed and burnt out by the time they get to the end, they just go right back to what they were doing before because it doesn't actually make sense for their lifestyle. So what I really wanted to do is help women really integrate habits that made them feel good for where they're at in a way that was actually sustainable for the long term. And the way that we do that is giving ourselves grace when life happens. You know, when your kid gets sick or when you get sick or when you get slammed with work, things are different than they might be on, quote, normal day. So how do we integrate the things that make us feel good when life also happens? Well, it's standing back up and trying again. It's recommitting the next day and it's focusing on the long term goal more than this like daily sense of perfection. It's like we're chasing this like gold star syndrome or maybe it's just me. I'm an Enneagram three. Right? <laughs> What the point is, like every day, every week, every month is going to be different. So we want to be building habits are sustainable for the long term, no matter what's happening in life and giving ourselves grace when it doesn't necessarily go according to plan and being okay with trying again the next day or three days later or a week later. So there is no like, oh, do the habits or you fail and you go back to the beginning. It's okay, well, the past three days didn't go the way you thought they would. Cool. Try again. Like, let's celebrate every win as we go versus looking at all of the squares we didn't fill in or all of the ways that we, you know, sucked and didn't do it. Let's celebrate all the times we did show up for ourselves in the ways that we wouldn't have otherwise. Love that. Love it. Emily, thank you so much for all that you have shared today. Where can everybody find you? Absolutely. So I'm most active on Instagram at Emily Rushel. So E-M-I-L-Y-R-E-U-S-C-H-E-L. My website is also emilyrushel.com. There you can find information about masterminds and retreats and UDU82 and the podcast available on all platforms, which is called Gather in Growth. So it's all about personal growth, especially for rural women. But I definitely have a lot of listeners that connect with it who don't live in the middle of nowhere. So would love to invite your community in as well. And we will have all of those links in the show notes. Be sure to check Emily out. It's so great to see you dancing through farm fields. You share the books that you read. So thank you for showing up so authentically. Thank you, everybody who has tuned in today. And we will see you next week with some more damn thing. If you're curious how the do the damn thing method might work for you in your life, then I invite you to book a do the damn thing discovery call with me. I've opened up a few one-on-one calls this month and you can book yours at callwithbevan.com or click the link in the show notes. Together, we'll explore your damn manifesto, how to find your damn people, and we'll map out how you can bring your big, bold dreams to life. Well, look at you taking the damn chance on yourself. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if there's someone in your life who needs a little boost of inspiration, I would love it if you share this episode with them. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on all the social platforms at Bevan Farrand or on my website, bevanfarrand.com. And be sure to let me know what you want to hear next on Take the Damn Chance.